0: Where can I find more joy? What's the cure for a troubled conscience and feelings of guilt? How can I get to know God better? How can I get out of the spiritual rut I'm in? Does God really love me? How can I grow more spiritually? Is God really going to accept me when I die? Where can I find the power to change? How can I become more Christlike?" These are just some of the many questions I've wrestled with over the past forty-plus years of being a Christian. I'm not the quickest at figuring things out, but what I've begun to realize in recent years is that the answer to all these questions that have troubled me as a follower of Jesus has been right under my nose all along. What I need is not the latest technique or fad. I need the cross. I need my eyes to be opened more to the wonder of the cross." my heart to be captured more by the beauty of the cross, my life to be shaped more by the power of the cross, my faith to be rooted more in the reality of the cross. Just a symbol? If you did a street survey asking people what the cross means to them, unless they've just stepped off a passing spaceship, most would still get the link with Christianity. But beyond that, it's anybody's guess— For some, the cross is just the Christian equivalent of the golden arches on a McDonald's restaurant, an easily recognisable logo stuck on buildings to tell you where to find a church if you're that way inclined. For others, it's a cool design to have tattooed somewhere on your body, alongside a yin-yang or your star sign, or a lucky charm to hang round your neck, bringing good fortune and warding off any vampires who happen to be in the neighbourhood or just a relic of a bygone age, marking the tragic end to the promising career of a great teacher. If you did the same survey with churchgoers, however, the responses would be equally varied. For some, the cross is just an example of self-sacrifice to inspire us to live better lives. For others, it is the place where God deals with what's wrong in the world, but any idea of it involving a sacrifice for sin to save us from the judgment we deserve— is dismissed as primitive and immoral. Or the cross is acknowledged as part of the story, but the real action is seen as being elsewhere, at the Incarnation, Jesus being born as a human, or the Resurrection, or Pentecost, and the outpouring of the Spirit. Are the answers to those questions of mine really to be found in the cross? A Curious Logo Nowadays, when sports clubs have an animal as part of their logo, they tend to choose ones which are impressive and intimidating to the opposition—bears, bulls, tigers, lions—although in the case of Stockport County, the local soccer club in the town where I grew up, the rampaging lions on the badge haven't helped much. The team languishes in the sixth division. The same sort of thing was going on back in the first century when Christianity was spreading across the ancient world. Each legion in the Roman army proudly carried the symbol of the eagle. Imagine if instead they'd gone into battle holding aloft a bunny-rabbit, or a mouse, or a lamb. And yet, for the early Christians, a lamb it was. A lamb isn't remotely impressive. It's weak and vulnerable. And for the Jews, who would celebrate Passover by sacrificing a lamb, it was something you killed— So when those first followers of Jesus found out that he was to be known as the Lamb of God, questions would have been asked in the marketing department. Can't we have a lion on the banner instead? But a lamb it had to be, because it is the death of Jesus that is central to the Christian message, the gospel. His death on a cross, no less, with all its associations of criminality, public shame, and divine curse. When John the Baptist saw Jesus coming towards him he said look the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world John chapter 1 verse 29 and in the last book of the bible revelation jesus is referred to once as a lion but no fewer than 27 times as the lamb of god on the throne of the universe for all eternity there will be god and the lamb revelation chapter 22 verse 1 The angels sing, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Revelation chapter 5, verse 12.